0: Yo, let's talk about recognition and respect While I feast, the label's picking up the check Then I leave to catch myself The audience never forgets When I'm on stage, there's serotonin drips With each phrase from my lips Each riff that erics What's up? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Recognition and Respect on the La Clique Podcast Network with your host, Sneaky For those of you who don't know me, I'm a DJ MC and entrepreneur. Uh, my motto is DJ MC anything you need. Find out more about me on uh, episode 32 of La Clica Podcast. podcast. Um, I'm basically re-releasing my season one of my podcast Recognition and Respect on the La Clica podcast network and I'm adding in this little intro just to give my listeners and La Clica some current up-to-date information so that you know they could vibe with me and join me on the journey and show up to shows and just know what i'm up to currently as they listen to past conversations i'll also be releasing season two which i'm currently working on right now uh starting 2020 so you'll be able to hear old episodes and new episodes starting in the new year so um yeah this week was super productive um i dj novocaine obviously i do there i'm there every tuesday Uh, I finished tracking a new project, which is super exciting, and you'll be hearing more about that. Um, Yeah, I'm a recording artist, so I've been working on a new project. I actually didn't put anything new out all of 2019, really, so the fact that I already have something coming out in 2020 is a big deal for me. Um, After that, I shot a couple videos this week. Um, My boy Face wanted to release something on friday the 13th and he told me on uh thursday the 12th so in six hours we basically he wrote a verse i recorded it mixed it and then we shot a video i edited it and we put it out on the next day so and then right after that i helped a homie record a commercial for his final project class so and i've been doing a bunch of like content stuff looking back on the year i'm planning to do a 2019 recap for season two so i'll be releasing that so you can hear about venues and shows things i've DJed, just all the stuff that i've been up to and just also some life life milestones that i've hit this past year and things that i've overcome and you know just as a way personally for me to document it and get it out and just say it out loud but also for those who are a fan or trying to get to know me just to really like see what my day-to-day is if you haven't gone back and listened to all the episodes or if you don't want to wait you know i'm trying to like keep this current for you so a lot of content coming check out the instagram at sneaky ent um more updates and recaps of old episodes on rec Respect pod and all that you can find in the description of this episode um, uh, but then I had my last speakeasy Maywood of the year, which is my monthly hip hop event. We ended it with a bang. It was a good turnout. We hit sales, the performers were dope. Uh homie brought a pound of weed and rolled it all up and was just passing out blunts to everybody. So I mean it was just like a super dope uh event, super dope vibe, super dope turnout. It was cold, it was like you know what I mean? So like this time last year we weren't having those kind of numbers and we weren't having that kind of turnout so the fact that we've been able to just completely level up is just so dope and it was nice to like end it out like that you know and then uh <clears throat> and then on saturday um yeah it was just really dope to end it out like that and then on saturday i dj'd back-to-back border x and the Holiday Bar. Um, I killed it at both events. I had people coming up to me to give me props. And, you know, it's even people that hear you spin every day. It's a different when you have to hold down an entire night. Like when you're doing three, four, five hours, like the pace and what you drop is like different. You know, you kind of curate vibes. But when you're doing five, ten 10 20 minute sets where you're just banging it out you can just drop nothing but like heat it's always like it's always gets people like oh shit you could do that too you know so uh i ended up meeting a meeting dj felly fell at the holiday bar we took a shot together he told me i was a dope dj we went to after hours after uh i tweeted him a video of us taking the shot he retweeted it so that was like a highlight you know that's it's a big name in the hip-hop dj world and you know, it's just nice to get that kind of recognition and respect, R&R. Ooh, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And after that, I basically, like, recovered for two days. <laughs> and so that was my week, my adventure time. Um, and let's get to this conversation. Uh, this was recorded on May 7th of 2018. The guest is EJ Jones. He's the CEO of an artist, service, artist services company basically booking managing all that stuff and it was actually set up by the after party radio he's from texas um and we were on a call so there's a little bit of quality issues and we're like kind of talking over each other at some point because there's like a delay or whatever but it was a cool combo. honestly uh i didn't have a guest that day i don't think or if i did i don't know what i don't know what how it ended up i think she asked me and I was like about to book a guest or I had just, can't, or something happened where she had this guest and I had, I was down to talk to him. So um, check it out. It's not, honestly, it's not one of my favorite podcasts just because I didn't really know the dude before we had this conversation. And usually the folks I like to bring on to my pod, um, I've met them before in person or they're friends of mine or, you know, I've booked them for something. I like to be a little bit more connected. And so... I did my fast little research. I I do bring up things in the conversation that I found online I try to like, you know, probe and get his, uh, insight on things. But it was, you know, it was rough. It was, it was, it was only my third episode and it was like a phone call something I didn't know. So it was definitely out of my comfort zone, but you know, I'm pretty sure there's some gems in there. There's some nice quotes. There's some really good content as far as like what to look for in a manager. And, uh, just like different services and how to really support an artist and what support means and all that. So um, yeah, man, enjoy the conversation. Um, If you're listening to this when it comes out on Tuesday, I will be at Novocaine tonight. It will be the last Novocaine of the year since next Tuesday is Christmas Eve and the following Tuesday is New Year's Eve. So if you all want to come out, get some drinks, get some plant-based eats. I love the cauliflower wings. Uh, They got dope-ass craft artisan drinks bartenders are like high quality award-winning bartenders they're all cute good looking and uh, everything's pretty affordable so come on out have some drinks listen to Snakey get down and let's party all right man enjoy the conversation and uh you'll hear from me next week peace yo 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 welcome back to recognition and respect hey are you with us on
1: the air right now buddy Hey, what's good, man? Yeah, this is your boy, Ernest EJ Jones.
0: Yo, what's up, EJ? How you doing, man? Thank you for calling in. Sorry you couldn't be here with us. Uh, Glad to have you, though. Appreciate you uh, calling in, making time for us. How you doing, man? How's your Monday going?
1: Nah, I appreciate you guys making time for me, bro, because, hey, it's been a lot going on, man. I got a lot of different things going on, but, hey, family, you know, you got to love them, take care of them, man. That's all that is, no. So, hey, I get that situated, but, man, my Monday is great, bro. I'm enjoying the weather out here in Cali and stuff, man. Just glad to be with my family and stuff, man. So, shoot, another day, you know what I'm saying, another dollar. And every day you're not asked, you're not blessed for it, you know, so you got to take it and run with it, my brother.
0: I feel it, man. I feel it. You got to take opportunities as they come, man, which is why I wanted to have you on. It's not every day you get to have an artist or, you know, someone you don't really know and get to talk life with them. So why don't you tell the people uh, what you do? You know, if a stranger was to come up up to you in the street and ask, hey, what do you do or, you know, uh, you know where are you headed? So what would be your answer? Just kind of what you do, what you're into, what you're out here, here trying to promote.
1: Bet that. So uh, I'm artist EJ Jones once again. and shit. I'm the CEO of TDX Media, TDX Management. What we do is we manage artists out in Dallas, Texas. We got promotions. We throw parties. We book venues, all that, things like that. I also have our own radio show we run with Ill Noise Radio. It's called uh, TDX Media Show. We run that in North Dallas every Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. That's, again, TDX Media Show every Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. So what I do is I work personally with artists, and I try to figure out if they are BMI registered, ASCAP registered. I just make sure everybody's paperwork is in order. You know what I'm saying? Just try to make sure everybody's on the right foot when it comes down to being, said, hey, I'm an artist. You know, because... Anybody can say they're an artist, you know, wrapping out the closet and stuff, but not everybody's making money from it, you know? Not everybody's actually getting the royalties. Not everybody's actually on Spotify and things like that. So here what we do is we try to help the artists. And where we're trying to go, or we're trying to go is get, you know, maybe four or five more artists on our team and just rock out like that with, you know, a small little team of artists and just try to take over as we can. And we also have the promotions. We got models as well. We got t-shirts. We setting flames out here, man. My model is set flames, man. So that's what we're trying to do with it, man. Just trying to grow, man. Set a flame with everybody, bro. Because what it is, I want to be able to, you know, spark something into somebody that makes them want to grow even better, you know? Like, if you're an artist, you don't make money, bro, like, I want to help you make money, you know what I'm saying? Like, if your name is not out there, I want to help, you know? No,
0: I feel that, I feel that, yeah, because I have artists coming to me all the time, and they want to record EPs, they want to record mixtapes, they want to try to sell their music, but they're using sample beats, and they're using, like, you know, they're they're ripping ripping YouTube beats, or they're using other people's music, they don't have the clearances or the rights, so, like, I definitely know that there's a lot of artists out there who need these kind of services. Um, for no, those of you really? listening who don't know, ASCAP and BMI are publishing. That is, uh, yes. you register your music with them, and when anytime they get played on the radio, anytime someone plays your music on, in, at the club, uh, they pay royalties to ASCAP, and ASCAP sends you a check every hey, quarter. So yep, a, these are super important things that a lot of people who are coming up in the game do not know; they're not aware of. And so I'm happy that there's people like there, like you out there, man, because when I was oh, coming yeah, oh, up, yeah. I had to do all the research myself. Luckily, I had mentors uh, and artists who had gone down that road already. So I already know yeah. this stuff is, is – and I, I, honestly, I am an ASCAP member, but I don't even have all my stuff registered. I'm not completely 100 on that, and that's something right, that I right. definitely need to get. So maybe off air, you know, we could talk a little uh, consultation or whatnot. But uh,
1: let's, oh, yeah. Let's, oh, yeah, for sure, man.
0: I appreciate you, man. So let's. Uh, so uh, is TD Savvy one of your artists? Because we played the that is of his songs actually the, top. the
1: number one artist. That is the man. That is my boy. I've been knowing this dude since I first started, sir. Before I was even, you know, before I even wanted to help artists. This dude was like, man. He's like, bro, you're good with helping people. He's like, be my manager. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, dude, I haven't even booked my own show yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but so from there, like me and him, we just been real cool. Savvy man, that dude is—he's been just humble, bro. So when I started actually booking like different radio interviews and slots, because when I first met Sav, I wasn't really booking a lot of shows. I was booking radio, uh, magazines, and uh, um. Also shout out to New Swag TV because they also did an um, online interview. So what I did what I was doing for him was getting his um, just getting his portfolio up if I, if you want to say you know because he didn't have a big portfolio in my eyes so i was trying to get that up you know and just off the love and off gp the dude was like hey be my manager bro so from there i became a manager but i really don't want to be a manager for like you know my my bigger picture in life is that i'm helping him so what i decided to do was just start helping everybody you know because my thing is my thing is promotions management and things like that but and I, like, I want to help other brands. I don't want to just help one artist, you know? So, how it's, it's many years? Uh, when you can help a brand.
0: How many years have you been in the game?
1: I've been in the game about like, two years, man. I just started this, bro. Savvy's like one of the first persons I met, bro. Just, well, at the beginning of last year? I met a group called uh, New Swag TV. They've been mentoring me. Speaking of New Swag TV, i like to give a shout-out to New Swag TV and Masterminds Management. They helped, me, they helped sponsor me for this interview here. So I love them. Shout-out to them, man. They've been holding me down since day one, bro. They've been making sure I get my money right. They've been showing me the difference between working with somebody with and without a deposit because there's a very big difference in this game. They've been showing me what it was like, you know, to hit certain clubs and things like that. Who to, how to handle myself in this game. Like I said, I only been doing this two years, bro. What were you doing this before you got first. into the
0: music management, artist facilitation business?
1: Just graduated high school.
0: Okay, so straight out of high yeah, school. Yeah, I'm fresh. So yeah, out of high I'm fresh school. out here, bro. So you were. Yeah. So you. So you graduated high school and. Uh, you were already an artist. You were a rapper. What were you doing? Were you already doing music while you were in high school? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yes, sir, for sure. Throughout all of high school, I was already doing music and I was playing with the engineering boards and stuff because that's what my older brother did. He was more so an engineer for us. I was writing rhymes at the time. I felt like I was supposed to be a rapper and things like that. You know, every little kid sees those dreams, sees that money. He's like, hey, that's for me you know right right but right another thing that i want to want to preach on too, guys man follow don't man fuck your dreams guys because those aren't your dreams bro follow follow what makes you feel good what makes you happy my brother because if i would have never felt if i would have never experienced management and helping other people build their selves i would have never became a management company you know
0: i feel you so I let's just always, say uh I
1: yeah let's just
0: say a brand Most new certainly. artist was coming up to you and was like yo ej um I already got my ads cap figured out. I'm working with original beats. My stuff is yeah. already on iTunes and Spotify. I got yep. a distro kid. My stuff's out there. I'm the blues certified. You know, what's the next step? What, what, what would your what would your advice to that artist be, or what would you well, you know what would what would your move be for that artist? What, what would you tell them that you would be able to provide their next step?
1: The next step for that artist would be the support support because you're already doing everything yourself. The footwork. So the next big thing an artist needs is support. You can do, support either makes or breaks you, bro. I've heard some really great artists in the hood, but because they have no support, they've never ventured out of the hood and tried other things, you know? So with that artist, I would see how their support system is. I would see exactly which clubs they're going to because sometimes general location can kill you too. If you got, If you have lyrical music, why are you in a trap? Why are you at a strip club? You don't belong there. You belong where people are actually listening to music. You belong in, like, such a lounge, something like that. So I would just make sure that artist has has their crowd figured out because you need to know your crowd, for one. And then I'll also make sure that the artist is going to the right the right locations and things like that. And, like I said, support. Make sure that support is good, too, man, because if you don't have that, you really don't have the foundations to succeed out here, man.
0: So what, is, uh, what does support look like, though? Because that's a pretty overarching umbrella term it's kind of a buzzword you know like support your friends uh support the troops support you know so like what does support for an artist look like well what 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 does or what should an artist be looking for say they they can't get in contact with you or they're not in your area Uh, you know if they're looking at other managers or other you know artist services what are some things that they should be looking for what are some red flags you know what are what are kind of uh you know what, 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 yeah, is support? You. what is good support, you know?
1: The first thing for good support, you walk up to a manager and you say, hey, I need a manager. And then if he turns around and he says, how much you got, that's the wrong guy. Let's be honest. Everything revolves around money. But if you're working with somebody who revolves around money, he's going to screw you. But you need to find you somebody who has a heart for the music. Because support comes, support is right there next to love. To support something, you have to actually love it and understand it. You know what I'm saying? So when I when I say that, when you talk to a manager and he starts saying, Oh, money, 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 that's not the guy you want to talk to for sure. And then another thing, support, support is not paying for my show. Support is not coming to my show. Support could be simply, hey, just share my music for me. Or hey, you know what I'm saying? Tell play my music in the CDs or hey. You know, repost my posts on Instagram and stuff. You know, just show me that you support me besides money. Because if you can show me you support me besides money, I'll make sure you're good in the long run. That's how I feel with anybody. Anyone who's ever supported me outside of money, i make sure they're good, man. Because money isn't the bigger picture, my brother. Like, if you can look at Lil Wayne and Birdman's situation, they're sitting here feuding about money. But, man, you think it was about some money? Dude, they're back in the club hanging out right now. It was never about no money, bro. If, if, if anything, it should be about how can we make money now? How can I take money out of your pocket? And if you have someone who's just steady in your pocket, he's not support. He's not the guy you want to be around, bro. So just when you guys are out there looking for support, look for someone who's genuine about helping you. That's what you need to look for. That's the simplest way I can put it for you. Look for someone who's genuine. Look for someone who's going to help you when you're broke. Who's going to help when you got nothing in your pocket? Like right now, I can tell you a few artists I'd help with nothing in my pocket right now, bro. Because when I get on social media, they make sure they show love to me, man. They, they let the world know, hey, I fuck with EJ, you know what I'm saying? And it don't even be on no, no money stuff. A lot of people think everything happened behind some money. and That's really not how it go. Like, yeah, money makes the world move, but money don't, money don't move a lot of people, though. You got to remember that, too.
0: Oh, I like that. Money make the world move. But money don't, move, but a money don't move a lot of people.
1: a lot of people. For mm-hmm. real.
0: For real, for
1: real. Man, hey, so speaking of that, in my neighborhood, when I was like up from, i say 11 to, to now, any, any person I see moving in the neighborhood, I used to tell them, hey, you feed me breakfast and lunch, you ain't got to pay me nothing, bro. Simple as that. Because I know that I might not get lunch or I might not get breakfast during the summer because my mom works two jobs taking care of me, my little sister, and some of my cousins and my nieces and my nephews. So, you know what I'm saying? I would tell them, hey, shoot, get me out the house. I'll help you move. You just feed me. I don't need money. What, what is an 11-year-old going to do with $20, $30 to help move? Nothing. I'm probably going to spend it on junk anyway. You know what I'm saying? So just feed me. And we don't have a lot of genuine people out here left no more, man. But that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the genuine people because the genuine people, we're going to be about it to the day we die. Like Snoop Dogg. You can tell Snoop. Snoop wants genuine dude. And you can tell Snoop's so genuine because there's a lot of actors and rappers out here who say they talk they just only talk to Snoop. You know what I'm saying? They didn't get a feature from Snoop. They didn't get Snoop to to, to sign over some tracks or anything like that. They said they just talked to him, man. Now anybody that's willing to give you game out here in this world, man, they genuine, bro. Especially if they don't want no money behind it. I like, feel seriously. that I
0: feel that. So don't 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 be uh, associating yourselves Press with people that are money. trying to take yeah. money out of your pocket associate yourself with people who are trying to make money together and look for genuine people that legitimately support your music and are really trying to hustle for you. Those are great, 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 uh, great advice. I like that. So we're going to move into our next segment and I did do a little research online and you did already mention at the top of of the, of the, of the, of the show that you're doing, um, shows radio shows media clothing uh you got ill noise popping so i just want to get into that a little bit you know more I had to. so you what know are you making you know i had
1: to man you know i had to it in there before you asked me you know it you already know it's radio personalities don't throw it in there before they ask man yeah yeah but, but i gotta look like i'm doing man. my part Sorry. too you know i gotta <laughs> make
0: sure like i'm doing my part too and saying hey man i, I looked into it and we did not just yeah. plan this out because like for everybody listening we did not just plan this out all right my boy called right now And this is the first time I'm talking to him on the air. There's no pre-interview, no pre-anything. So we're just going on the fly, and I think we're doing well. So we're going to keep it going. So
1: tell me more about
0: Illinois, my boy. This is a radio show. What do y'all talk about? Who do y'all feature? Also, I know you're I saw that you're working on clothing and this and that. So, yes, what is the what is the message behind the clothing? Who who's the demographic? What is the expression? What what are you trying to say with the clothes? Cuz I really feel like everything you wear and especially as a as a content generator, everything you make, you should be trying to say a message with it. Like if you're making clothes, it should it should speak something, you know? The people that wear it should be conveying something. So, I want to yes, get into yes. that. I want to know what, what's the clothing about, what do y'all do on the radio show, and if you want to just round it out with what you're doing over here on the west side right now and, you know, what you're out here promoting, and, you know, that I'd love to hear all about that, man. It's super fascinating.
1: I got you, man, for sure, for sure. So Illinois Radio, man, they're really an entertainment, so it's Ill Noise Entertainment, man. He actually seen me working with the after party in North Dallas. So there's no way I would have ever met Illinois Entertainment without working without you guys, you know? The after party, with Montana, Yeah, in Dallas, North Dallas, man, working with Miss Montana and them. You know what, speaking of Miss Montana, she was really the, that factor that, you know, let me know, hey, maybe I could do this radio shit, you know? Because one day I was in there on a show, and she was like, oh, damn, he's good. And she was like, you should have your own show, I'm like, nah, I'm thinking to myself, like, I can't do this. I'm like, uh-uh, because y'all be here asking the serious questions, man. Shout out Kiki J, man, because she used to ask some really tough, drilling questions, man. She'd be like, so, man, how was your childhood? Who was your friend? That-? Man, like, that lady, Kiki J, really, she's really good when it comes down to those questions, man. I love it. So with Illinois Entertainment, right, he seen me working with the after party and things like that, and he just loved my spirit, man. So he just helped me. He helped me by building another platform on his radio station by giving me a radio show, which is TDX Media Show. And on TDX Media Show, what I'm trying to do is, personally, it's bigger than music. It's bigger than art. I'm trying to get the business owners out. I'm trying to get my community out, man. I want my community stronger and better, bro. And another thing is, like, a lot of people in my neighborhood, I don't know about yours, but they don't know about the little little independent shops. Like, we got new smoke shops coming up things like that, we have smaller clothes shops coming up, shout out Flyconic they just opened up a store over there on Happen down the street from me, so it's like little stuff like that, we don't know there may be a newspaper to read but I don't know where it's at, you know so in my eyes, I just feel like the business owners need a little more love so I'm trying to, you know, interview more business owners, I still interview a lot of artists and things like that, but with the artists, a lot of them, they're just coming up there getting slack, getting slack, getting slack because they want to get known, you know a lot of them, like I said, hey, if you're not BMI and ASCAP registered, man, don't waste your time. don't Don't waste your time till you get you ready, man. And then to speak on the clothing line, bro, we got a man. It's Set Flames Entertainment, man. That's really what I'm trying to rep. I'm really thought, thinking about starting my own label, and it'd be Set Flames. Like I told you earlier, the whole Set Flames movement is, you know, you spark that flame, and that flame is gonna grow. So with these shirts, they're flamethrower, man. Shout out to Low Dallas because Low Dallas. He created my flamethrower for me. And uh, so the flamethrower man on there is TDX. He's a little guy. He's usually in gold glitter. I can send you a picture. You probably got a picture too. So the gold guy, and all it means is, man, set flames, man. If you see something wrong, try to fix it, man. Set the flames to fix it. You don't have to fix it, but set the flame to fix it. And another thing I got this from, a lot of people, they don't know. So back when slavery was talked about and when it was around, the Articles of Confederation These gentlemen, these head gentlemen of our country, they were like, you know, slavery, we know what it is. It's going on. But they they all voted on, they voted on to, let's say, let's skip the matter. Like, they all voted to skip the matter, you know? Like, they knew what was going on. They seen it. They heard it. They said, let's leave this to the later generation. Like, we know it's here. So let's set the flame to say, hey, we're going to talk about this, but not right now, later on in time. So when it finally came later on in time, they fixed it. They changed it. We're not slaves no more. You get it? It set a flame. Set flames so things can change, you know? Things don't happen overnight. You have to first set that flame so someone can take realization that it needs to be changed, you know? Like, if you realize your kid can't read, what are you going to do? Keep letting him walk around, not reading? No. You're going to take that flame and help him start learning to read because that's your son and you want him to read. It's just simple as that. I feel like people need to start setting the flame so that we, we can change. I'm not asking nobody to change nobody, but at least set the flame so that way we can change, you know?
0: No, I like, do f- lay that
1: lay that sounding brick, you know?
0: Yeah, man, I know exactly what that is about cuz honestly that's kind of what uh this radio show is really about. Um Yeah. The whole the whole reason I my whole pitch to Montana, you know, when I was trying to figure out if she was going to let me, you know, do my thing here was Yeah. I know a lot of people, man. I know a lot of people that are doing it. And I feel like there's a lot more people who don't see these examples, they don't know they exist, kind of like those little shops, you know, they don't know that there's entrepreneurs and independent business owners and artists who are actually living off their music and who are, you know, being able to sustain themselves off of a, off of a dream, off of a passion. And so I created this this show to really probably bring these people out and kind of give them a platform to say, Hey, this is what we do. This is how we do it. It's really accessible. Anybody can do it. And so I think it's it's kind of like the universe put us together because you're talking about setting flames and that's, you know, that's, that's exactly what I'm trying to do here, but you did mention slavery and this is not planned. It was not in my notes, but I just thought, you know, this thing came to my mind, you know, you know what's going on with Kanye West right now. And his whole, I, his whole TMZ slavery is a ready. choice I'm thing. I'm ready, man. All right, so because well, I feel like it, it it relates to what you're talking about, and that's the only reason why I brought it up. You know, I'm not I'm not a, a Kanye hater. Uh, I'm not I'm not here on this earth to judge anyone. You know, there are consequences to people's actions, but I'm not really here to say who's wrong or who's right. But he did right. say, even if it was out of context, taken out of context, he said. Slavery was a choice, you know, we had all of us here, Pink. and no one rose Pink. up, you know. But Pink. For Pink. what you're saying, Pink. though, is that maybe it wasn't, maybe they weren't choosing, they were setting flames for later, that's what you said, right? It wasn't the exactly. time right there, yes. they were like fermenting a revolution. Free. Yeah. So that's kind of like the counter-argument to the whole Kanye West wait. choice of slavery. first off, hold
1: on, wait, first off, before you can even discuss Kanye West, you must discuss the kings who sold their brothers' people. You cannot speak on Kanye. You cannot speak on the white man in America before you first say, "Why did the king sell his brother's kids? Why would you envy your own, your own flesh and blood?" You ask me, "Why am I here in Cali?" Another reason I'm I'm here in Cali because I'm visiting my family that I met that I'm meeting for the first time. I haven't met my family members since I was four. I was adopted away. Now, if if I had ever heard my brother sold me, you know how I feel. I wanna be mad at no white man. I'm not mad at nobody. Forget slavery. I'm not worried about slavery. Slavery was a wonderful thing. What we need to be worried about was why our kings sold each other's men. Why our kings turned their back on their men. Dude, we have people in this country right now who don't even know their people. You got so many people who all think they're African American. I learned I learned in this last week that my people from England, man. My Whoa, people are from England.
0: You're like a black right? Brit
1: right did you get what i'm saying yeah but all my life all my life i grew up thinking i'm only african-american can't say stuff, cloth yeah. <laughs> you can't and African. you know
0: rocking like yeah 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 but it turns out you yeah. have this whole other heritage that you didn't know about
1: exactly and that's so deep because like i said the king sold their people how is it that black people ended up in great britain and england and stuff they were sold man people not understanding that People are all so jealous and so mad at what Kanye said. And they like, slavery, this, slavery, that. And they don't even know that, hey, your great, great ancestors were sold. Yeah, some of them were taken away and kidnapped, but they were only treated like that because of the way we were treating each other. Great Britain couldn't have came in and, and conquered and divided Africa unless Africa was already conquering and divided itself. And that's facts. No no one can take that from us. Come on now. You got to try to tell me somebody will come over and conquer and divide all of us? That's crazy. Cause I've never seen nobody come to the hood and try it, bro. We, we together too hard, you know? So I I wholeheartedly believe that our teams and our top leaders sold each other. It's believable, man.
0: And so you think that, that whole mindset, that whole trauma, that whole context is like still playing itself out today. And that's what Kanye West was talking about.
1: Yes. I don't know what Kanye talking about, but Kanye, <laughs> who does? That's why I, I do even think Kanye knows what Kanye's talking even, about, man. Kanye, Kanye must first know that his own people sold his people. Like you you don't even know what he thought. He don't even know what he thought about, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah his yeah. own people sold him. Like I get that he like it was slavery was a choice to the kings who were too envious of their brothers, so they sold their people. Yeah, that was a choice. You can't say it wasn't, because it was. It may not have been a choice to those who was born in slavery, but it was a choice to those who had power and sold their people. Man, I'm not selling my daughters. I'm not selling my brother's daughters. I'm not selling my sister's daughters. I'm not selling my sister's brothers, and I'm not selling my brother's brothers for no money in the world, bro.
0: Honestly, I got that's brothers.
1: A... In, I got brothers in prison, bro.
0: I got I brothers in prison of, uh... for, some,
1: for some things that is very down and low foul. But I take care of those kids if I sell them, though.
0: Right, and I think that's your perspective on this is probably like the freshest one I've heard so far cause
1: because no people one are either like for box. Kanye,
0: defending him, or they're just like, you know, banishing him and, you know, revoking his black card. And so I think like your take was like, forget about what Kanye was saying. Let's just take this to the farthest, the farthest, farthest exactly. back where You have The, to, the genesis have of it to. all.
1: You have to. You have to know where you start to know where you're going. That's the only way to know where you're at or know what's going to happen to your people. You have to know where you come from to know where you're going. You get what I'm saying? Like, you have to know. And if you don't know, then, yeah, you're going to walk around looking like Kanye and stuff. I'm not mad at no white person at all. And any white person that got racist at me, hey, what's up, bro? Because it ain't no such thing as racist, man. But for What? For what? I'm not mad. I'm not mad because your people capitalized on my people being dumb. No, not at all. Hey, bro, you do what you gotta do. Hey, if my people help you build that farm, then God bless hey, God leave that did it cause it's now America. If my people wouldn't have been sold and they, if they wouldn't have been sold and kidnapped, there would never have been America in the first place. So that that hating that envious people be having is so crazy because they don't even understand like we live in a really good world. We got it made up in America, bro. Like we really got it good, bro. Like people don't even understand that this is not a third world country or none of that. Like I don't understand why we're still talking about slavery and things like that, anyway. But if you're gonna talk about it, you might want to go all the way back. Don't start somewhere in the middle, feeling like you know what you're talking about. No, go all the way back, bro. Well, that's, to be that's how I am.
0: to be fair, to be fair to the conversation, and this is just you know this is just my own observation. I think yeah. the reason why people start in the middle is because of all the crazy shit police are doing right now. You know what I mean? And when you think back where, poli- when you take police back to where they started, they started when slavery, well, you know, when slavery was happening, when it ended and there was like free black people walking around. and They're like, oh, we got to make sure, you know, like slave patrols. Like there was really no police before you had introduced like slaves, you know, it was like wild, wild west. And then now we got organized forces to control this, like, oppressed population. So I feel personally, when I look at it, I think that's why the conversation always goes back to slavery, because people are talking about police and why the violence and why they, they seem for some reason not to care about black and brown people. And then you look back to where the police started, and it was because they were created to, you know, oppress black and brown people. And so I think that's kind of where the conversation is right now. But, I yeah. mean, as a historian, I definitely agree, or at least not a historian, but as someone who trained in history, I definitely agree that, like, you got to go as far back as the records go, you know, and there's there's always
1: exactly you there's always
0: cause. You can't really prove causation, you know, but there are some correlations between, you know, you can see kind of some lines where people did some things and then there were consequences. And so, yeah, the choice that was made back in the day, definitely was the first quote-unquote original sin if you will that led us to like exactly. this new issue where we have this militarized police force that's like killing civilians essentially so that's kind of my take on right it about that. i think that's why people get caught up on it because you know it is happening there's still echoes you know and um I think it's going to take a couple more generations. I do see some hope in the future. You
1: it's going to take, take we, the people. If we, the people, has worked for every other great land and great people, why doesn't it not work for those who are being traumatized? It doesn't work for those being traumatized because those being traumatized, they're only worried about what's happening to them. As a slave, you were saying, oh, my family this, my family that. As a person who gets beat by cops, you say, oh, I got beat by this. And you go back to your family. There aren't many people who stand up in the community and say, oh, my child was beat, so y'all need to do this. We didn't have a lot of, ooh, that Emmett Till who whistled up the white girl. His, his mother was so strong. She said, we're going to have an open casket, open casket funeral. Now, with that being said right there, I don't even think I should speak anything else on it. Because like I just said, she had an open casket funeral. There's nothing else to be said, you know. How many women are still that strong today? Well, I mean. Come on, I had a cousin. I had a cousin who got shot when we closed the casket, my brother.
0: Yeah. We put yeah, the reason yeah.
1: everything on it. You, know, you know what I'm saying? I feel it. And he didn't get you. shot. He didn't get shot on no on no crazy bystander stuff. He got shot on some real deal Hey, You should have stood up and fought for your son shit. You know what I'm saying? So if the women just, like, the people, it's not even the women, it's just the people aren't as strong as they used to be, man. Everybody is afraid of certain things, of cops, lawyers, losing their okay right now life. Man, me personally, bro, if I'm fighting for something that means wholehearted to me, then I'm leaving this life. If that means I got to get out of my house, my cars, if it truly means what it means to you and your heart, you're going to stop everything that you're doing to make sure that that gets to the way it needs to be. Like shit, how she shut down her son's funeral and had the open casket, bro. Because I'm telling you, my mama would have not closed that bit. She was like, close it, close it, close it. But she had an open casket funeral. To me, that is like the very strongest, most noblest thing in the world, man. And then while we're sitting talking about everything we're talking about, even Harriet Tubman said if they knew there was slaves, I would have freed a thousand more.
0: Right, right. You don't,
1: I... you, don't even have, you don't even have to break that down. You don't have to break it down because someone of that time said that. Not me, not Kanye, Harriet right. Tubman. That was well, her that's quote. actually,
0: it's funny you bring that quote up because a lot of people that are defending Kanye, that's kind of what their defense is. Like, he was talking about mental slavery and it's a mindset yeah. and y'all are, and you know, you're trapping yourselves and it then is. they bring up the Harriet it Tubman thing. It is a mental
1: thing, yeah. It's a mental thing because look at it. You, Say so you take two slaves. They're both dark-skinned gentlemen. You beat one every day and you put him on the steel. The, the other one, you beat him uh, Monday, Wednesday, Sunday sometimes. Which one you think going to have more loyalty to you? Which one you think going to say, I need to stay? Let's be real, bro. They showed us the story of Kunta. Kunta was trying to run with his foot chopped off. Now, everybody that keeps saying they wouldn't have ran, they are damn lying because Kunta kept going with his foot chopped off. So let's be real about the situation. Everybody's talking about they would have stayed for their family, this and that. They lying, man. If you would have got took to from your family and you – and you felt like you were so broke, that shit, you wouldn't have did nothing until you was beat. It's like, everybody wants to say how they felt that they would have did, but you really wouldn't have, you wouldn't have had that nonchalant attitude. If you were truly a slave back then, you would have been trying to get out like everybody else, because that's what they were doing, man. They're trying to get out, you know? Right. Everybody want to be free. Freedom is, a, freedom is a way of life. It's not an option. It's a way of life. See <laughs> well, you're I think, free, you're free. If you're not, you're not.
0: Yeah, and I think just to tie it all together, like, you're exercising your freedom in this whole flamethrower movement, you know what I mean? Like you are yes,
1: sir. you yes, are sir. trying to set that flame.
0: Yeah, set the flames, make the change, kind of, you know, get yes, the sir. artists, help the artists so that they can set the flames, cause
1: artists yep. are yes, unique sir. people,
0: you know. They got the they got the unique message and whatever anybody wants to say about Kanye, last thing I'm gonna say about him, he is definitely an artist, you know, a legit one at that. That's like, you true. know, like made classic hits, even his last album. I didn't really fuck with it, but there's still some bangers on there. You can't deny there's some bangers on there. So, like, still making hits as far as, you know, but it's neither here nor there. I'm glad that there's people like you out there that have this mindset
1: because a lot of
0: people chase money and a lot of people want fame and a lot of people want cars and they don't really think about... What are the things that, those are just things, right? But those things can be used they are. for people to inspire, to help, to support. Amen. So um, I'm glad you're out there. You sound like you got a great mindset about this all. Um, I appreciate you coming on the show and chatting with me. Um, we're going to move on to our next segment. But before we do, I want to give you one last word Tell the people where they could find you. Tell the people about your artists. If you're trying to connect or network, or is there an email they could reach out to you at? um, You know, just give the people your your info. This is going to end up being a podcast. I'm going to put it on the app after, so I'll be able to send you links to this so you can continue to share it. And, you know, keep getting the word out. Keep setting those flames. Um, So, yeah.
1: Tell them what's up. I got you, man. Hey, man, it's your boy Ernest E.J. Jones, man. One more time, man, I'm from the Triple D, man. Oak Cliff America, man, we out here for real, for real. Get at us, man, live on Facebook. That's TDX. TDX. That's one page. TDX is one page by itself. Look us up as well on Facebook, Expressions. That's X P R E S X I O N S. Expressions. X P R E S X I O N S. Then look up our. Our radio page, that's our TDX Media Show. That's TDX Media Show. You'll find it up just like that, TDX Media Show. Find me on Instagram at young underscore EJ. Find me on Instagram one more time. That's young underscore EJ. That's Y-O-U-N-G underscore EJ. Find me on, uh, what else am I on? Twitter. I'm on Twitter. at hey, young underscore EJ again. And for Ray Boy. F-O-U-R-E. Boy, F O U R E, boy, Foray boy, and I'm also on Instagram as well. T D X fans, that's T D X underscore fan, fans, tdx underscore fans. I want to give a big shout out to New Swag TV. That's New Swag TV at New Swag. New Swag TV on Instagram. New Swag TV on Facebook as well. New Swag TV Mache on Instagram and Twitter. That's New Swag Mache on both Twitter and Instagram. You have to type in the whole New Swag TV and type in Lashay, that's L-A-S-H-A-Y. That will be their Twitter and also their Instagram names, okay? Because New Swag on Instagram would be Gator Cups. That's the head right there. That's the force. That's the bull of everything of New Swag. That's Gator, G-A-T-U-H, Gator Cups on Instagram. You can find him right there. And also shout out G-Hill of Masterminds Management. They also sponsored me to come down here to talk to you guys. That's Masterminds Management. You can find him on Facebook, Masterminds Management. And you can find him on Facebook as well, G Heel. G Heel, right there. G-H-E-E-L. G Heel. We everywhere, man. We out you, man. I appreciate everybody for tuning in with us, rocking with us, man. Go ahead and set y'all some flames, man. I'm not asking y'all to change it, but go ahead and set that flame, man. I ain't gonna hold y'all up too much, bro. I appreciate you, man.
0: Yeah, man, thank you. It was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun. Um, I didn't know what this was going to be. It turned out to be awesome. I hope everybody listening enjoyed. Uh, if you want to catch the replay, it'll be on the SoundCloud and the podcast app. If you want to go back and find out all the places where you can find everything that's going on. I followed all those pages. I'm with the movement. I'm watching the flames grow. Uh, I'm, I'm with it. I'm here for that. So thank you very that's much. That, that's that. uh, No problem. Have a good night. Yeah, you too, brother. Have a good night. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, bro.
0: All right. That was awesome. We went all over the place with that. I was was not ready. I was not ready. Like, literally was not prepared. All right, well, this is the wrap-up show where I tell you all the cool stuff that I have coming up. There's a lot of it going on. Like I said at the top of the show, the ELAC Hip Hop Summit this Saturday on the 12th is a RSVP... Only open to students, staff, faculty, alumni of the Los Angeles Community College District, ELAC, LACC, etc. I'll be hosting, MC, rapping, and overall just be enjoying myself. Speakeasy Maywood, my monthly event that I throw every second Friday of the month, is coming up this Friday on May 11th with our boy A. Mitch, Tony Granz, Lomi Pump Gatto and Darmidius from Cella Hip Hop and i can't even remember the whole lineup soul providers they just did their release they're going to bring that energy uh it's going to be a sick show check out the flyer uh all these events can be found on my website www.sneaky.net s-h-n-e-a-k-y all the flyers are there so if you miss something right here just go check it out um also on the 12th, after the Hip Hop Summit, Hard Knock Entertainment is throwing an event in Long Beach, uh, $20, you Can Eat Tacos, Compton AV, and REL. It's going to be pretty legit. I'm going to show up to support, try to network, you know, rub some elbows with some people that are more important than I am. And then on Sunday, come out to East Los. We're having the Art Walk. Uh, Montana told me she's going to be there to hang out with us. Uh, we're going to be selling art. My boy Ray from Cultivarte Studios, episode one. Go back and listen to it if you haven't. He's going to be out there doing live screen printing and selling his merch, trying to support the shop. A little update on him. If you didn't know, homie quit his job. So I'll be having him back in here as soon as everything is like, he's, you know, as soon as he gets everything figured out with this new life move, we're going to have him come back in here and talk about all everything he's got going on. Indie Gallery. I know I'm always talking about the Indie Brewery, they are one of the first. Uh, venues, companies that let me come into their space and paid me to rock out. Me and my girl Dance are going to be there, Dancer One. She's going to be doing live painting. We'll like DJ $5 Kolsch all night. Uh, It's going to be a sick event. I'm looking forward to it. Food vendors, and it's just overall good times. It's kid and dog friendly. So if you want to bring the fam, play games, watch art, listen to music, drink beer, totally the perfect environment for you, but if you're bringing your kids, you probably shouldn't be drinking and driving, just think about that, and um, in my last five minutes, I'm going to talk about what is happening on May 31st, so um, back in April, I threw an event, and uh, we put out a promo video that had, um, it said bitch a lot. And a lot of the females that were on the lineup, you know, expressed their concern, which are totally valid about, you know, the message we were sending and the promotional video. And, you know, there was issues. And it made me realize as an event coordinator and as someone who's like part of this hip-hop community that there is a lot of misogyny and uh, sexism and a lot of traditional gender roles uh still alive and well in hip hop. And so we put out, you know, we I, I wanted to put together lineups uh all females, you know, all female MCs to give that women perspective, to give that femme perspective, as well as, you know, majority number of female DJs. So just try to like, you know, create a platform for women to come out and just like do their thing and not have like, you know, the fear of having to hear like women hating or negative, you know, um, negative feelings, negative words about women coming from dudes, you know, like that whole, it's just weird vibes, you know, so I was trying to like do something different, and then, you know, DJ Khaled came out with this shit about, you know, uh, not reciprocating oral sex, and I thought it was just even more relevant uh, it's just more important how much this show means, you know, is because, like, even, you know, the show was, uh, planned months ago, and even just this week, or was it last week, just last week, you know, you still have another blatant display of just, like, traditional gender roles, you know, I'm the king, I don't have to eat her box, but she needs to go down on me, and this is like, that's bullshit, first of all, straight up, who doesn't like the box, really, um, but, you know, so I feel like this show is even more important now in light of recent events, as important as it was then, it's more important now in the light of like Me Too and Time's Up. I think, you know, we as uh, organizers and content generators and people who have quote-unquote platforms, however small or large they may be, we need to start giving these spaces to uh, marginalized communities, you know. So I was glad to have EJ on. I didn't even know we were going to go start talking about slavery and all that, but I'm glad we did because it even leads into this about how, you know, yes, there is a personal mental choice. You know, everybody always has autonomy. Everybody always has the opportunity to make choices to uh, change your life and better yourself, but just as... As much as, you know, there's a genetic portion of you that comes from inside. There's also uh, external environmental portion. You know, there are things outside of your control. There are structures and, you know, forces that are outside of you that do affect you. Um, And sometimes you have enough gusto and clear-headedness and you're super confident that you can overcome those. And other times it's like a bad day and, you know, you've had just too many... You know you've had too much and you break down, and you know like you it gets the best of you, so yeah, I encourage everybody to take an active role in trying to make your life better, but you know do not that doesn't mean that there isn't stuff out there that's trying to fuck you over basically so be have agency, but also be aware and try to surround yourself with people like e j who are gonna support you and You know, help you get your art right, help you get your mind right, help you get your business out. And we are out of time. Thank you. I will see you next week. Yo, let's talk about recognition and respect. While I feast, the label's picking up the check. Then I leave to catch myself. The audience never forgets when I'm on stage. There's serotonin drips with each phrase from my lips. Each riff that he rips, the sway of the hips. While I'm signing the tip.